good. All right, so we're going to focus in this session um, on wisdom. Someone say wisdom. Yeah, the Bible says Jesus for growing four things. Yeah, I want to focus on, on wisdom. By now, we must be able to understand that Isaiah chapter 11 from verses 1 to 3 is very key to what God is doing with us in this season. The seven spirits of God, right? Remember that? The seven spirits of God. Um, what are the seven spirits of God? Can I, can I hear some responses in the house? Understanding? Wisdom, counsel, might, spirit of the Lord, fear of the Lord, knowledge, counsel. Okay, say counsel. All right. So, so we've been establishing that there's a sevenfold attribute or sevenfold ministry of the Holy Spirit. The Bible shows us. That Jesus carried all of these dimensions of the Holy Spirit. Is that correct? Okay. So that shows us that um, everything in life is spiritually wired. You see that? Everything in life is what? Spiritually wired. Right? Because when you look at the expressions of God that Jesus carried, they operated all across life. Right, all over in every area of life, they operated. So that means the Holy Spirit doesn't just want to be involved in my church life. Right? He wants to be involved in every single aspect, every single detail of my life. It would be a great mistake to have him influence certain areas of my life. And I don't allow him influence all areas of my life. The areas that I don't allow him influence open me up to danger. Are we together? So we're going to focus on the spirit of wisdom and wisdom. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Proverbs 4, 7. So which are, we, are we back on recording? So part 2, okay? Now, this is what the Bible says. It says, the beginning of wisdom is get skillful. I'm reading from the Amplified. Get skillful and godly wisdom. It is preeminent. And with all your acquiring, get understanding. That is, actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. A simple way of saying that is that wisdom is a principal thing. Okay? That's Proverbs 4 7. But with all, so it says, get wisdom. Someone say, wisdom is the principal thing. That's like saying wisdom is capital. You know what capital is? You want to start a business, you need capital. Does that make sense? So that's like saying wisdom is capital. So you say, hey, wisdom is the principal thing. Okay? But then it says, get wisdom. Someone say, get wisdom. I love the fact that it says, get wisdom. Uh, Get wisdom as if you can obtain it. All right? And then he says, but with all your getting, get understanding. Why is that crucial? There's a scripture, I didn't put it. There's a scripture that says, by wisdom a house is built. With understanding is established. So wisdom will build you, understanding will establish you. You see that? Wisdom will build you understanding will establish you right wisdom will get you there understanding will keep you there <laughs> we, i said wisdom will get you there but understanding wisdom will get you there understanding will make you do it over and over and over again all right we together so wisdom so i say wisdom Let's look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verses 6 to, um, six to 7. 1 Corinthians 2 is a must read. Right? 1 Corinthians 2. Is, I think when I have content like church like that, I will, I, will, I will reformat church so I can get the most out of it. <laughs> right? 1 Corinthians 2 is a, is, a, is a must on wisdom. Now look at what the word says. It says, yet, um, I love it. Woo! Yet among the mature, 
we impart wisdom. So that means wisdom is the conversation of mature Christians. All right? Wisdom is the conversation. You get to a point, you're tired of the gimmick. You're tired of the gimmick. You have to have an honest conversation with yourself about your faith and your relationship with God. Does that, so, for example, I realized that it was church culture. Okay, every year, every year to give a new prophetic word. I realized that people just did it. There's actually no scripture that says that every year you must have a new year prophecy. So then I stopped it. All right, what I mean I stopped it is, not, not that I was deceiving people before, but I made a conscious decision to make sure that if I'm at least going to, so that's why you notice, for the past three years, we've had the same type of prophetic word, Yeshua, for three years. Right? Just stop that. No people tell you, oh, you know, sow your way out of, I believe in giving, by the way. I believe in giving. Does that make sense? I believe in giving. I believe in yielding our substance to God. I believe that worship, giving without, um, worship without giving is not complete. So I believe in giving. But you know, giving today has become less of worship, more of lottery. That, so people say, hey, if you want to, if you want to get this breakthrough, so this seed, that's a lottery. That's, that has nothing to do with worship. <laughs> okay. Right. I remember back in the day, I had a pro I had the problem with this. The, this thing bothered me so because I actually absolutely could not believe how gullible people were. Forgive me, I said that word. How gullible people were. Where did you read the Bible where Jesus said, apart from a few occasions where he's, he, people were hungry, evidently, and he said, what do you have? And they brought him fish and bread, and he multiplied it. Where did you find Jesus stand before anybody and say, for you to experience healing, so? So I, I you know, not that I ever, I ever, uh, what's the word now? I ever believed in it or subscribed to it, but, but those conversations didn't last around me. Does that make sense? Didn't last around me. Because when you, when, you, when you understand God very well, your mind is active with your faith. God does not, God does not subtract your thinking from your believing. My God. Come on, are we together? He doesn't, he doesn't, he, he doesn't. I, I quickly realized, Ethel, I quickly, I call names because, you know, that's just how I teach. So, so you haven't done anything wrong. Right? I quickly realized that what people were calling faith was wishful thinking. That there was no practicality to it. That they were hoping one day. Spiritual hopeless romantics. Hello. We speak, we speak amongst the mature, huh? we speak wisdom. What Paul had done in, um, what Paul had done in the previous part of 1 Corinthians 2 was to talk, the first part he talked about how your faith should stand in the power of God. Okay? That aspect of the supernatural but then he said, when you mature, it's not that the power of God ceases. The power of God is a part of your life. right? But you come to another level, which is wisdom. Wisdom is the food of the mature. So it, says, it says, we speak wisdom amongst, the, are we together? Amongst the mature, we impart wisdom. I like, I like the use of that. It says, although it is not a wisdom of this age, of the rulers of this age. 
who are doomed to pass away, but we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. So that means God coded wisdom before we were born. For our advantage. God coded wisdom. God prepared wisdom. Someone say God prepared wisdom. God prepared wisdom before we were born for advantage. There are a few things to gain in that scripture. Num- number one, I have it on the notes. The word shows us that there is a distinct wisdom ordained for the mature. Right? There is a distinct wisdom ordained for the mature. You get that? When you're, when, you're, don't, when you're studying the word, don't be in a hurry. Uh, take your time. This is not dessert. <laughs> right? Take your time. Like, try and break it down to understand it simply. Because if you rush it, you'll miss the voice of God. That means, please understand this, there is a distinct wisdom ordained for the mature. And this wisdom is higher than the wisdom of men. Actually, what Paul does there is that he, for the purpose of um, helping us understand, he identifies two kinds of wisdom. Not necessarily dimensions, but kinds. I'll explain what I mean. Okay, By kinds, I mean he talks about the wisdom of the world and then the wisdom of God. So he wants you to know consciously that you, there's an alternative wisdom. All right? But then there's divine wisdom. Okay, we get that? Number two, Paul says that the communication of wisdom amongst the mature is different. It's different. We speak wisdom amongst the mature. So that means, watch, we can't speak wisdom everywhere. <laughs> we, can't sp- we can't speak wisdom everywhere. Yeah, we can't speak. Hey, we can't speak. Okay, can I? <laughs> Calculate it. All right. Okay, for, for, for example... This is, if I was teaching us on faith, okay, how to receive from God. Remember what the example we used the other time, what was it that it, it will work? Remember that example? It was an equipment. We said it would work. Then we said it's working. Then we said another one is it works. Okay. It works in that conversation is the highest level of wisdom. That's the highest level. Because what I'm saying there is, I'm saying, no, there's no alternative to this. This is your function. This is what you do. If I say it will work, it's not that it's bad, but when? Okay, I don't want to get too deep into this because I'll just. Do you see what I'm saying? But when? When will it work? Right? So, the point I'm trying to make there is what I will say depends on who I'm talking to. So, if I'm, if I'm saying, if I'm using that example, um, those who are online may not really understand what's happening. So, there was a time where there was an equipment that wasn't working, and we we're declaring that it will, it will work. Then we said, it will work, it's working, it works. We're talking about exercising our faith. All right, so here's the point now. But it depends where I am. If I have a baby in Christ, I won't be saying to them it works. Now, we're about to go into something quite interesting. Because I'm going to show you three dimensions of wisdom. I've taught on this a little bit, but I'm going to show you again some details about it. So, we speak wisdom amongst the mature. Are we mature? Are we contending for maturity? All right. 
All right, the third one, wisdom here deals with functioning in the realm of God's secret plan for his beloved. You know what's so interesting, Flo? Wisdom here is not like wise sayings. You know, because you know, like very wise, proverbial prowess. Uh-uh. When Paul is describing wisdom, he's describing wisdom as like the secret plan of God unveiled. What? Right? He calls God's plan for us. He calls God's purpose for us. He calls it wisdom. He calls it wisdom. I'll come back to some of the other stuff there on Sophia. The fourth thing in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, right? Paul teaches that, now please don't miss this part. Are we together? Paul teaches that this wisdom, someone say wisdom. It can be imparted. It can be imparted. Huh? I put here, it can be transported and communicated through words. Okay? Because you can say to yourself, how do I get this wisdom? How do I get this wisdom? He said, we speak it. We speak it. He says, in 1 Corinthians to the later verses, he says, these things we speak comparing spiritual people to spiritual things. In words which not man's wisdom gives, but the Holy Ghost speaks. What? So that means if you stay under the ministry of the word, you're inevitably going to be wise. It will take distraction uh, for you to hear words like this and you're not wise. It, it won't, does that make sense? It will take, it will take, that's why distraction is something you have to fight. It will take, it, it will take extraordinary distraction. And that's why you notice when, when you're studying the word or you're in church, you're, ev- things that you, you don't need to be thinking about, your iron is actually off. <laughs> Your oven is off. Does that make sense? Food that you didn't cook in the working week, you were now thinking on Sunday that you should. You can, 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 can. <laughs> it's like I'm in somebody's um, mind today. <laughs> Red free. Does that make sense? All kinds of work. Oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Bill that you didn't pay all week. <laughs> now you're th- it's in church. What? So it takes extraordinary. You know, we got to be spiritual. The, word, the Bible shows us that the adversary is trying to steal the word. Okay, number four. Number four. Are we together? All right. No, sorry, number five, rather. Number five is key. What we're learning in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 is this, is that there is a whole dimension of spiritual communication, vocabulary, Comprehension, language, possibility, and participation in God that's exclusive to the mature. Please let me repeat that again. There is a whole dimension. This thing is like, there are, can I go further? It's like there are spiritual codes for living. (laughs) 
When the Bible says in Christ are hid all treasures of wisdom, it's like it's like it's like there it's like there are there are spiritual realities, but this is what it is. If you don't sit, you if you don't sit under the word to grow, you will think that this is all that there is. Does that make sense? So do you know do you know what you need in your faith? You need a learning attitude. A serious, I was thinking of a scripture this week. Like it's that scripture says, ever learning, but not able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Right? I told you the problem today, in the church today, we have more vibes, <laughs> like lights, you know, singing. There was a time I thought, man, maybe I want to do church. Maybe preach first and then people worship later. Because I thought of all, a lot goes through my mind. So I thought of all, not, not, not when we said gym, but I was like, man, like, because look, look, if, how do you even worship if you don't know the will of God? How do you even worship? If you don't know, because I told you, we have been built into what? To offer sacrifices that are acceptable to God so that not everything I do is acceptable what there is a whole dimension are we together of spiritual communication I mean God is running some big time communications right some big time like there's a whole of of, of even vocabulary because I'm, this is, I'm not trying to sound fancy, please. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because Paul is saying, we speak wisdom amongst the mature with words the Holy Ghost gives. So these are not, these are not like ordinary. These are words that will open up your mind. Open up your world to possibilities that don't even exist in this room yet. Right? Jesus, Jesus, we're going to talk about Sophia in a minute. Jesus walked in this reality. He walked in this reality. He walked in it. How did he know you could walk on water? How did he know? He wasn't testing. He wasn't testing it. He was not testing it. How did you know? How did he know you could talk to a fig tree? He wasn't testing it. Please don't get me started. All right. Someone says for the mature. Yeah. It's for the mature. In other words, I'm still on five. How the mature in God will see, one, experience and relate to life is different. Please pardon me, I think differently. Yeah. Or they'll see it differently. Right? So, so, we, you know, one of the evidence then of your purity, your consecration is this type of wisdom. You get it? Huh? That's one of the evidence that, hey, you're now like separate, distinct from the world. Oh, is anyone getting it? Yeah. He saved you, not just to save you. You know, some people are saved to be saved. <laughs> he saved you not just to save you. He didn't bring you out of Egypt. Let me put it that way. To bring you out of Egypt. He brought you out of Egypt to bring you to Canaan. He saved you to bring you to this wisdom. Alright, can we move forward quickly? Alright, three dimensions of wisdom. Are we ready? Three dimensions of wisdom. Alright, the first one. These are... These are uh, these words are Greek words, and let me talk, of course, most of us would know about it, but just for the, for the benefit of everybody. Basically, as you know, the um, New Testament is written in Greek, okay, and Aramaic. And uh, so, the thing about the Greek language is the expansiveness of words. 
So when you study scriptures, just like the five stages of sonship, you find words that are used interchangeably when describing a subject. Okay? All right. So three dimensions of wisdom, you see this in scripture. The first one is Sophia. Someone say Sophia. The next one is Synesis. Someone say Synesis. All right. And then the third one is Phronesis. So when the scripture is talking about wisdom, it's talking about these different dimensions of wisdom. Okay. Um, a key scripture that I want us to hold on to is Colossians chapter 2 verse 3. Colossians 2 3. Colossians 2 3. The Bible says, In Christ are hid all the treasures of wisdom and, no and knowledge. Not just church knowledge. <laughs> all the treasures. It's like saying all subjects are in Jesus. All concepts whew, are in Jesus. Right? That's why it's in him. That's why, for example, he's able to, in uh, Exodus, he's able to say, hey, okay, anoint Bezaliel with grace for artistic design, for creativity, because that knowledge is in him. So he, when, so he wants to share that knowledge. Come on. Are we making sense? He wants to share, because, that no, because you might just think, this is the, you, you know, especially, wow. There, there's so, there are ways that believers that we think, it, it can only be programming, that people have been programmed to think a certain way. All this knowledge, or in him I eat, so that means every kind of knowledge discovered and potential is in Christ. Every kind of, any kind of subject, any kind of genre. Woo! Be, because you have to understand that the, the inter when, when Paul was writing some of these things, he was taking on the philosophy of his day. So you might just be reading this through religious eyes. And not understanding the actual academic discourse that's going on here. Spiritual but academic. Come on, talk back to me. Are we together? So when he's saying in him, because this is Colossians. Remember, in Colossians, it's the issue of Jesus' preeminence versus his prominence. They had come to say that Jesus was important, but he was not the most important. So he's saying, hey, in this Jesus... And because their background is very philosophical. So he said, uh-uh, in Christ, that if you want real knowledge, if you want real wisdom, in Christ are hid. So, let, shall we do with Sophia? Let's do with Sophia. First dimension of wisdom. Ready? Okay. So, that scripture we read, in Christ I eat all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom there, the word used there is Sophia. Someone say Sophia. Sophia. All right. So what is Sophia? Sophia at a basic level is theoretical wisdom. Right? Okay? Theoretical wisdom is the wisdom of things both divine and human. The knowledge of things both divine and and human. Okay? There is the Sophia of the world. There is the Sophia of God, which is the higher wisdom. Okay? We together? Yes. All right. So, Sophia is, I put it this way, it's insight into reality. Right? It's insight into reality. Okay? Um, the root word of that word, Sophia, is where they draw the word sophistication from and the word philosophy. Okay. 
it's the, it's the, it can also be said to be the art of using wisdom. But this is, this is what I want to I wanna show you about Sophia. Sophia is like all the collective understanding of all things. Wisdom which can see and understand the ultimate and infinite things. Are we together? I haven't lost the house yet, no? Yeah? Insight into reality. Okay, so let me, let me give you some practical examples. Like Sophia, it's like this. It is the ability, uh, because it's a work in you, to deduce Every possible data in a thing. Okay. Both human and di divine. Please, G and Jack, I need your attention. Huh? I need your attention. So, okay. For example, Moses is in front of the Red Sea. Okay? Israel is stuck. They don't know where to go because they have the Egyptians coming behind them. And they have the water in front of them. Right? So, of course, he would have firstly looked at every possibility around him as to what they could do. Could they fight? Could they move quickly? See, their reality is that way. Is there a way to escape? So, there is that element. Does that make sense? You're observing every reality, every fact. But this is where the Sophia of God transcends. The Sophia of God will give you information be beyond logic. That it is po <laughs> that it's possible for this water to part. But it's just that they won't teach you in school. That <laughs> Does that make sense? That it's possible, come on, stay with me. That's possible for this water, that, that, the, that this water is this way, does not mean that it can't have a different expression. Do you see that? That's insight into reality. That means realities that are both natural and spiritual. That's Sophia. Now you understand why Paul prayed. That God will grant us the spirit of wisdom. And revelation is wisdom that's insightful. Full of insight. That, that means you're, you're, you're able, okay, what you see and what others see in a fixed situation is not the same. Okay. It's, it's Sophia that made Jesus speak to the fig tree. Nobody tells you the, the things I'm sharing. Thank God they're in scripture. You can't say, I came, I did it. No, nobody, nobody tells you that you talk to a tree. Nobody tells you that. However, Jesus shows, you. So, so that means, watch this, please look at me, look at me for a second. That means, if Jesus could talk to a tree, Sophia is like, what else can I hear? Oh, 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 oh. What else can I hear? Okay. Jesus, he's on a boat. He's sleeping. The Bible says that there was a storm that came. His disciples were worried that they were going to die. Jesus stood up and he didn't wave his hands. And he didn't juggle and, and shuffle. He said, peace, be still. He actually communicated with the waves. So that means the waves can hear. How do you, how do you see that? Sophia of God. 
Good afternoon. Development Sunday. Do you see that? Okay. It, 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 Sophia is that you, you, you possess the theories of God about life. It's theoretical. You get that? Insight into reality. Right? The Bible says, in Christ I hid all the treasures. Okay. So let's go to the next one so I can get to where we need to get to. All right. So what's the first one? First dimension of wisdom. How many of us want to grow in Sophia? How many of us want to develop in Sophia? The Bible says Sophia is in Jesus. So if you want to grow in Sophia, Jesus is the reality of all things. So that means, uh, if as I'm, as I'm, the, 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 this is why Paul could say what he said. He said, I saw some things that were unlawful for man to utter. Yeah? I saw some, I, I told you last week, how do you think Moses captured the Old Testament if he was not there at creation? You know, that's what God does to you, you know. You walk with him. He begins to show you realities beyond the human comprehension. That, that you know, today we have now, when it comes to what, it, I told you this, what it means to be filled with the spirit, we have, we have misunderstood the thing. The Bible even says that, you know, please look at me, speaking in tongues. You're, you're not speaking in tongues. I'm going I'm to touch that. The Bible says, he that speaks in tongues speaks mysteries to God. We are more excited about the speaking than the mysteries. What are the mysteries you are speaking? Wow. He that speaks in tongues speaks strategies. Speaks wisdom. When you're speaking in tongues, you are speaking wisdom. Wisdom can be spoken like faith can be declared. Let me explain what I mean by that. Can I take it up a notch? All right. This is wisdom. It's a balancing issue. I could say, if I feel sad, that I'm depressed, God forbid. I could say that. All right. But I must learn that if I keep saying that, if I keep saying that, if I keep saying that, it doesn't necessarily change things. Because wisdom is this, that life and death are in the power of the tongue. So, I can now begin to, so, speaking faith is speaking wisdom. They're they, they they essentially like one and the same. Right? Speaking wisdom is speaking God's logic into motion. So, I could say, I'm depressed. Or I could, I could look at the one and say, the word says, rejoice. Now, I should never lie and say, I'm not having an experience. Does that make sense? I have to first acknowledge so that God can be brought in. So, I could say now, all right. The word of God says, rejoice again, I say in the Lord. Rejoice. So, I could go from there. To say, I could start rejoicing. Are we together? I could start rejoicing. I could start rejoicing. And then I go to the next level. The joy of the Lord is my strength. What am I doing there? I'm speaking wisdom. I can speak circumstance. I can speak wisdom. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. But hey, but I'm feeling, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm imposing wisdom. That's wise. That it's wise to walk in that direction. That's wise. That's consistent. I, okay. Uh, 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 you know, a few years ago, I'll be so hungry. I'll be like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I read the more I said it, the less I ate. I, I'm hungry, I'm just so hungry, I'm just so hungry, I'm just so hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. <laughs> right? So, you could speak wisdom. 
getting up to, to, to declare the word of God in the morning is speaking wisdom. Wisdom is a weapon. The Bible says wisdom, it says money is a defense, but I kid you, the Bible says wisdom is a defense also. Yeah, Ecclesiastes 7, 12. Money is a difference. It says wisdom is it. So if you're, if you're not growing in wisdom, you're defenseless. So you can speak wisdom, insight into, you can insight into reality. And that real, that's why we pray for the spirit of wisdom. And because in life, how it looks might not be all that there is. Someone shout insight insight into reality right for example you are the way that life is right now okay looks a little bit confusing what you need is the spirit of wisdom okay for the holy spirit the spirit of wisdom to guide you into god's reality god can i tell you something you ready god's reality and our reality sometimes are far apart. Uh, in God's reality, you are the head and not the tail. Right? In God's reality, you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Though you are in that situation struggling, far above principalities and parts, in the reality of God. Hey, can I tell you something? In the reality, someone on the earth, this is, we, you know, we, 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 this is, we love everybody. I'm just using as an example. Someone on the earth uh, might be crippled, paralyzed, but in the mind of God, they're walking. I kid you not. In the way God sees them, they are walking. The way God creates in, God, in God's reality, God's version of you. Whew. Whew. I said God's version of my life. Yeah, so you're looking at yourself. You're struggling. You know what you need? You need Sophia. God's version of yours. Hey, you might be in God. You're dealing with something in God's mind. You're already out. You're not even there. Hey, in God's mind, you're in a different spiritual location. Please fight me. <laughs> fight it. Yeah, yeah, fight it. Like, do whatever you got to do. Okay. Me. This is mutual. I stayed up for you guys, so you guys will stay up. <laughs> it's mutual. I sowed the seed of not sleeping, so I reaped the harvest of awakening. <laughs> yeah. Only went to bed at five. So. <laughs> All right. Do you get it? Right? This is it. So that's why, uh, look, that's why you don't play, you don't play with the word, because it's full of God, Sophia, God's secrets about your life. Every time you're not studying, uh, this is not, you're not, at, you're not, not at the level of reading your Bible for every day if you want to. Like, does that make, you know that song, read your Bible for every day? Like, this is more than daily, daily, you know, daily portion. This is now, it's, 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 let me, okay, let me give you an example. Um, how many of us are supposed to work tomorrow? We're supposed to be at work tomorrow. Okay, can you just get up and say, ah, oh, nah, nah, forget it. <laughs> oh, you just say, okay, you know what, for the next three months, nah, forget work. Ah, for, for, you know what, this year I'm not even working, just forget work. Why can't you do that? Why, why, can, you, why can you do that? <laughs> why, can you not, why can you not do that? Tell me why you can't do that. Huh? Come on, talk, 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 talk to me. Why can't you do that? Why can't you just not say, I'm not working this year? Yeah. Okay, can I ask you a question? Do you feel like going to work every day? <laughs> Do you feel like going to school every day? Okay. We'll talk at home. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, all right. 
Okay, let me ask you a question. How many of you wake up every day and your body's like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go to work? <laughs> Can I ask you a question? How many of you, when you wake up in the morning, your body leads you to work? Like, it, it, your body's the one telling you, yeah, just go. No, it's not your body. You're the one telling your body what it needs to do through your mind because of what you're aware needs to happen. Does that make sense? How many of you, how many times do you snooze your alarm? <laughs> yeah. Five minutes more. Five minutes in five minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes become one hour. Five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you know what's happening there? What's happening there is that you're aware that your job is connected to the reality of life. There's a reality factor. This, this is Sophie I'm talking about. There's a reality factor that makes you get up. That If I don't get up, eviction notice. <laughs> does, that, does that make sense? There's a reality factor that if you don't get up, you will, be you, you will fast. You will have food. There's a reality because you've now come to see your job as your livelihood. The word of God is so much more of a livelihood than your job. Because the word creates all things. Do you see that? That's where I'm going. This is the attitude you need to Sophia. That the word of God, are we together? Is the reality of all things. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, the advancement of men. I'm almost done on this part. <laughs> right? Someone say Sophia. Can I move on quickly? Let's 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 um all right. So the next one is phronesis. Someone say phronesis. Right. So Sophia is theoretical wisdom. You get that? It's insight into reality. You see reality. You see them. Does that make sense? You see, you, you're a seer. Someone say, I'm a seer. Yeah, you're a seer. You see things. Does that make sense? You see possibilities. Your mind, your mind is open. Fight sleep, all right? Your mind is open. Yeah, fight. No, seriously, fight it. Yes, I'm, I'm not joking. Fight it. Yeah, fight it. Like, if you have to stand up, do whatever. Don't sleep. Don't, don't act. Don't, al don't al This is part of the training. Don't allow it. You, there's a, you know, part of what you do as a you subject, you must learn to subject your body. You don't give your body everything it wants. And you, do you know why you develop that training? From, from the word. From hearing. Endurance in hearing the word will improve the quality of your life. We, we have, you know, at church, people, people you, let me, you see this sleep that you're fighting, you can get home now and, and it, it, it won't, it, it's like, ah, ah. <laughs> So what one guy said, is like, when you're hearing the word of God, tell him blows over your eyes. <laughs> right? You, 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 you know what it is? It's not given, you train yourself in it. Does that make sense? If, if you have an exam tomorrow and you've not finished preparing, you don't say, forget it, fam, I'm going to sleep. Uh, right? The sleep, the sleep will sleep. Right? You train, that, that's, that's what I'm doing. Does that, does that make sense? I, I'm, you, you know, the, the, I, I, all of this stuff, this kind of like cheesy Christianity, you can't, you can't, we, we can't pray long. We can't study long. You can't read the Bible long. Just fight. There's even, what's it called? A hint of Jesus. What's it? A touch of Jesus. No, no, there's a, a sprinkle of Jesus. He's the entire thing. Huh? Let me tell you something. You see what's happening right now requires that we have long meetings. We need, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking. We need, I'm telling you, we need, um, let me be honest with you, we need like 12 hour meetings, 24 hours. Um, do you know why? Because the spirituality that we're operating as a generation is behind the gears. Because, you know why? Because 
more time has been spent sown into the flesh. This word of God I'm teaching, one day you can decide that you're going to finish designated survivor or suits or how to get away murder. And the whole day you binge watch. The whole day. How many of you have been watched anything before? No, no, come on. Am I saying the truth? The whole day you binge watch. You even now go to bed and you start dreaming the thing. Right? Okay. But, but what you don't realize is that you trained yourself in it. That's what you don't realize. You were not always that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were talking Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. You train. Let me tell you something. Where, where, can, look at me, everybody. Right now, you have the capacity to pray for 72 hours nonstop. You have the capacity to do it. You, okay, let me ask you a question. How many of you would you say that you, in, in a, let's say, at least, let's say over three days, you studied for at least 24 hours? Maybe you're preparing for an exam. Across three days. Across three days. Yeah. Without, without, no, no, I'm saying across three days. So let's say you break it, you break it over, over, yeah, yeah. Sometimes even 48. Yeah. Does that make sense? This is Sophia. You have amazing capacity. Amazing. Um, there are things right now that you don't, you think you can't do, but you can actually do them. Yeah. You, you won't believe it. You can stand in prayer for six hours and not sit down. You can. You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Right? You can learn a new skill. <laughs> yeah? You can't. You can't. Yeah? One scripture that I've never seen in the New Testament is I can't. <laughs> what I've seen is I can do. All things. I've never seen a place. Apostle said that he can. He said, I even know how to abase and so on. That means even when it comes to abasing, I know how to do it. You know what it is? If you don't have Sophia, you don't have insight into reality. There are possibilities. Everything that God has said that you will become is already resident on the inside of you. Before I formed in the womb, I knew you. You're already wired, but it's your ability to see. But how would you see? Huh? How do you see? The word of God is for seeing. These are seeing sessions. That when the word comes, the word is a purifying agent. Is a cleanser of your eyes and your discernment, my God. If you sit under the word for so long, You'll be what this is. I told you last week. David said, He said, I have more insight than my teachers because your testimonies are my meditations. If you said to a man that, Yeah, you can be wiser than your teacher, no. All right, can we go to Pronesses?